And I think it's important that we pause and we think about that. So when you find yourself saying, I don't have time to do this, make sure that there's not something else that you could give up that's keeping you from the great things in life because you're currently doing good things. And the only person that can answer that is you. And the only way that you can really answer it is through doing an inventory. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. One of the biggest lies that's gonna keep you from achieving your full potential is the lie that you do not have enough time to do whatever it is that you think you need to do. And so many times, this is the excuse. But I would challenge you, you know, look at your phone. The iPhone actually tracks your screen time. Look at the amount of time that you spend on Netflix. Look at the amount of time that you spend doing nothing, scrolling on your phone, like I said. And here's the thing, I'm, I'm if there's anybody that's like, okay with having downtime, having recreation time, having, you know, white space in your life. It's me. But also at the same time, the lie that will keep you from success, I don't have enough time to do X, Y, Z is exactly that. It's a lie. And, you know, there's so many concepts around this, like measuring what matters, really taking inventory. I remember early on in my career, I had somebody ask me, to document for an entire week everything that I did. And I felt, you know, restricted around that. I felt like they were, you know, uh, micromanaging me, babysitting me. And really what they were trying to do was to get me aware of where I was spending my time. And it's situations like that that really open our mindset around how we think about productivity and management and success in life in general. If you come at it the way that I did, Hey, you're micromanaging. Hey, I don't want to, you know, track every minute. Hey, I don't love looking at a calendar that's stacked full. It's good to know that about yourself. I'm not one that loves seeing a calendar that's stacked full for eight or 10 hours straight, you know, eight minute meetings, that kind of stuff. But if you talk to the most productive people in the world, they probably don't work 80 or 90 or 100 hours a week. They probably work literally 30, 40, maybe 50 hours a week. But when they are working, They are very focused. They're focused on what matters most. They're focused on their, you know, top productivity hacks, their top tasks that they can do, the top things that they can get done, the most important piece. And recently I was reading um, 10X is easier than 2X. And I knew immediately just hearing, you know, the title of Benjamin Hardy's new book, what it was going to talk about. I coached with Dan Sullivan for a couple of years and I knew the mindset around it. And I actually told Kara, I said, I can't read this book right now. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, because I already know what it's going to tell me. And I know it's going to force me um, to really think about some things that I want to accomplish in my life, but I'm not able to do it currently because I'm 2Xing things instead of, I'm doing 2X things instead of doing 10X things. And really that was another just more compounded, deeper excuse, like the excuse of I don't have time. Sometimes we don't want to confront or challenge ourselves in the areas that we need to. And the concept around 10X being easier than 2X, 10X is easier than 2X in Benjamin Hardy's perspective. And again, I coached with Dan Sullivan for a couple of years and I heard him say this a lot and talk about it a lot. It's when you get really clear on the 
you know, the things that are going to bring you 10x results that you move to that 2x. You cannot go to 10x, or excuse me, that you go to 10x. You cannot go to 10x without focusing only on the things that are going to bring those 10x results. And the reason why 10x is easier than 2x when you're focusing on 2x results, you're doing a lot of things yourself that you shouldn't be doing. But when you go to 10x, you have to, you do not have enough time to do the majority of the things that you would do to go to uh, 2x results. And so really, that's the premise behind it. And so, you know, you've probably heard this before. But if I remember sitting on a board at one point in time, and and this lady, this was, you know, probably 15 years ago, this lady made a comment, she said, if you want something done, done right, and done in a timely manner, give it to the most busy person in the room. And you know, I looked around the board room that we were sitting in, it was a nonprofit board. And, and it was true, like there was five or six people on that board, including myself, that like the CEO was always engaging, that were taking away, you know, the, the follow throughs and the to do's from the meetings, etc. Because we were passionate about it, because, you know, we had systems and people assistance in place. And we had time in our schedule, even though we were the most busy, probably running the most successful businesses, we had time in our schedule, because we weren't doing 2x things. And so that statement, if you want something done right, and you want it done in a timely manner, give it to the most busy, productive person in the room, it makes a lot of sense. It's counterintuitive, because you would think, you know, find the person that's retired, doesn't have a lot going on, and give it to them. But the reality is, we get stuck in these ruts. And this is the counter side uh, that we really need to be aware of. When we don't have enough on our plate, or we're not doing enough, or we're not motivated, you have to watch for the other side of this. Because there's people that only work, you know, two hours a day, and they're not really fulfilled. They're not producing. They're not on their A game anymore. And by the way, if that's the period of time that you're in and you want to be in, that's great. Karen and I are coming out of a season where we were pretty present with our kids, you know, in their teenage years, and we still worked and we still got a lot done. And and people that are hearing this might say, Mike, you accomplished a lot during that time. I could have accomplished a lot more, but I wanted to be present. I wanted to work less. And so it's a decision. So I'm not saying that it's bad that you only work two hours a day. What I'm saying is we have to make sure that if we're working only two hours a day, that we're doing it out of intention and not because we're losing, you know, our motivation and our drive. I heard uh, somebody say on Instagram recently that, you know, if you have to, if you have to set an alarm to drag yourself, and this might be an extreme example, but if you have to set an alarm to drag yourself out of bed, you don't have something that is bringing you enough desire and passion to keep you motivated. You shouldn't be hitting the snooze button, you know, multiple times. And if you are, you might really want to check, you know, the current environment that you're in and the work that you're doing. And sometimes we get stuck in periods of time where we have to push through things. And I understand that. And you should push through and you should see it through. But it should also be causing us to pause and really think about where we're at and if this is the life that we want and how do we put a 90-day or, you know, a six-month plan to getting ourselves out of that position that we're into. And so anyway, to kind of put a bow on this, bring it back together, wrap it up, it is super, super important that we are not lying to ourselves, that we don't have time to accomplish something that we know we're called to, that we're passionate about, et cetera, without first taking inventory around what we're currently doing. And so back to, you know, the person telling me to, to keep a list of things that we're doing over time. It's super important that you do that from time to time, take an exercise, take a period of time and track what you're doing. Because I guarantee you that there are things on your list of to do's that if you really thought about it, you could probably delegate, you could probably stop doing completely 
They don't actually need done. They're not moving the needle. And you could fit in those bigger things that you're currently saying, I don't have time to take that on that maybe would 1X or 2X or 10X even what you currently have going on. And I think it's important that we pause and we think about that. So when you find yourself saying, I don't have time to do this, make sure that there's not something else that you could give up that's keeping you from the great things in life because you're currently doing good things. And the only person that can answer that is you. And the only way that you can really answer it is through doing an inventory. By the way, I created a thing called a genius quadrant. This is the first time that any of you guys are hearing about it. I have been for years when I get to a point myself or somebody on my leadership team or somebody that I'm mentoring where we don't have enough bandwidth and time, this, this is how long I've been doing this. I would take a legal pad and I'd just divide it into three columns. And the column on the left at the top, I would write have to do. And in the middle column, I would write should do. And in the right column, I would write should not do. And I would keep that yellow notepad with me and I would keep an inventory. Anytime I would think of a task that I'm doing or writing down anything I, or doing anything, I would write it down and I would put it in a column. And the thing that's going to naturally happen is most of the things that you're currently doing, you're going to automatically write it down. You're going to put it in the have to do column because you just think you have to do everything. Nobody can do it as good as you. Um, it would take too much time to train somebody, et cetera. But then the more you make that list, the more you're going to be able to start moving things over from the have to to the should do column. And then the more you think about it over time, you're going to be able to move a lot of those should do things over to the should not do column. So I've done this on LegalPad for years. And I created an Excel sheet recently that takes these tasks in these three columns, and then we rank it on a level of a ranking of do I enjoy this task? And do I excel at it? Those are the two rankings. So as an example, it would be, um, I'll, I'll give a stupid example, but um, it's well, it's not a stupid example. Record the podcast. So it's in the have to column. I have to record the podcast because I'm the podcast host. Do I excel at it? Well, you know, those of you that are listening to this, you might say, uh, Mike, you actually suck at it. Okay, well, whatever. I'll just score it on my own. Um, I think I excel at it. I'll call it an eight. I've got a lot of room for improvement. I can get better, um, but I think it's an eight. Do I enjoy it? It's a 10 most of the time. So you rank that and then it charts it out on a graph. And the fact that that's an eight and a 10, it's going to be in the upper right quadrant. So you've got an Excel sheet that turns it into a quadrant and it puts every task on the quadrant. So record podcast, it's going to be in the genius quadrant. And there's four parts to this quadrant. There's a growth zone, there's a zone of delegation, and there's a burnout zone. And as you list these tasks, they're going to start being charted in these different quadrants. And it'll allow you to easily see the things that you should delegate, the things that you really should delegate fast because you're going to burn out if you continue to do this. And here's what's intriguing. There's certain things that you don't have to do. They're not in your zone of genius, but you really enjoy it. So they might be a 10 because you enjoy it, but it's a one on excelling at it. That puts you in the growth zone. So you really enjoy it, but you're not good at it. And so that, that shows you it's an opportunity for you to actually put some education and some time into figuring out what it is. And so anyway, if you're interested in that, I want to give you that free Excel sheet. Just text the word growth to 480-531-7519. And I'll send that sheet over to you. Um, Hopefully this helps. And let's go out there, make it a great day. And let's really, every time we say, I don't have time for this, really analyze, is that coming from a place of you actually don't have time for it? 
because it's not the right timing or it's not something you should be doing? Or is there really some resistance around what you should actually be doing in life and you're saying you don't have time for it because you're doing the wrong things and you need to figure out how to get some of those things off of your plate, get into that zone of delegation. Because ultimately, the longer we spend doing things that are in that burnout zone, the closer you're going to get to burnout. So anytime you find yourself saying, I don't have time for this, I want you to pause and really question, is this something that I need to be making time for? And how fast can I get things off my plate in order to really move into that zone of genius? Text the word growth to 480-531-7519 and we'll send you that Excel sheet. Cheers. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.